this morning and went straight to cobrasnake.com <laughs> to look for my photo and i found it and it made me really happy that should be the Makes- intro are we recording uh yes yeah there's music <laughs> did, I, did that make the did that did that make the cut there yeah i did yes, it did. <laughs> it was nice alexa turn up music okay. yeah it's true i i went on the hunt to see and i it, i it you know made my morning great it's like you are listening Christmas. to the neoliberal hub podcast <laughs> Neoliberal hell in the morning. <laughs> yeah, neoliberal hell. Oh in the my morning. god, we're doing podcasts in the morning now. It's so fucked up. None of us have slept either. Um, I took Adderall. Wait, did you sleep? Anna? I I slept. I slept, but obviously, like not as much as I I could have. Yeah, I've... Mark said you said you didn't really sleep, right? No, I mean New York. It's hard to sleep in New York. Yeah. Also, it's it's cold here. Yeah. It's, like what's going on it, overnight? Yeah. You're, are you like an LA baby? Yeah, I I, oh, okay. I usually wear shorts and like a t-shirt and or a Hawaiian shirt, and now I'm like bundled up. Wait, did you just move to New York? No, I'm I'm uh, bi. Oh, okay. Yeah, bi coastal. Yeah, that's great. Bi-coastal, I like how you just say bisexual. Though. That's so good. <laughs> that's the that's the cooler bi. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Wait. We because we make fun of bisexual people all the time. <laughs> no, I like are, I like are, women. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a girlfriend, so, don't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, she's, she's hot. I yeah. know nothing. about Oh, her, but she's speaking hot. of being bi, <laughs> last night I was. Uh, we were at this bar. I'm not going to say the name of it. And uh, clandestino. <laughs> Mark, no. <laughs> and Dark Square, you. what? Redacted Square. Redacted Square. And uh, yeah, so we are in Redacted Square. And uh, this girl comes up to me and I'm like, hey, what are you doing after this? And this guy is up to like right next to us. And he's like, oh, you know, like, I think we're going to have like a like a threesome or foursome. I was like, oh, that's sick. I was like, are you going to? She's like, yeah. And then um, I walk out and He's like, oh, no, I think it's going to be a tensum now. And Where like, was my invite? <laughs> and I was like, God damn. And I was like, okay. And then I walk outside and it's this guy and he has like five other, uh, there's other five other males. And I'm like, where's the other people at? And I walk out and I'm like, hey, who wants to join the tensum? And uh, and then the guys explained to me that they're going to go soon. And uh, they're like, these are all the people going. And I was like, Alessandra, are you going? Alessandra, are you going? And she's like, no, that's a gay orgy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I like gender diversity. I'm not into just like the the straight up, just like all these. Just guys being dudes? 
Yeah, yeah. I like go to sausage fests all the time, you know? It's like <laughs> Yeah, anyways. So that was my night. You're making me hungry. <laughs> and I'm like, breakfast sandwich time. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And then uh yeah, and then yeah, I didn't go to sleep. Uh and what you were shooting like a million things last night as usual. Yeah, you know, it's like um they say I'm booked and busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is really cute and it's like Really, out of nowhere, I just sort of had this uh, whirlwind of a second life in my career. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely a post-COVID thing. Like, people have been stuck inside for so long, and it's like this party culture revival is, like, among us. And, like, it's, like... So true. Now it's finally, like, the roaring 20s uh, effect. Yeah. I've, I've been witnessing people spitting in each other's mouths. Oh yeah. yeah, like in a like a like an angry New York way or like a sexual way. In a kind of the a combination in between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, are these are these like people you're taking photos of? Yeah, or it's my girlfriend's. Oh in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in your mouth. Oh, yeah. I saw those. I saw the pictures of you guys kissing on your on your site too. They were really cute. We're trying to like bring that like Pam and Tommy energy into. Oh, that's sick. Uh, Pam and Tommy. I was just talking about Pamela last night because we went to the Forever Mag party and there's so many fucking blonde people for some reason. <laughs> it's like I, was like, I, I feel I like we're in the Caroline 80s. Calloway was going to be there, so I like showed I showed my boyfriend like a picture of Caroline Calloway. I'm like, look out for her because they, you know, she she like what was Cal- it? A, yeah, it was like Caroline? a video or yeah, something? it was like a video. Yeah. You know, when I heard that. that, I left honestly. Yeah, and so <laughs> I'm like, I like show him. I show him a picture, and he's we're looking around. He's like, damn it, every single woman looks like her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like a bunch of blonde girls and I went to the bar and I talked to this guy and he's like, uh, I was like, why is there so many blonde bitches here? And he's like, I don't know, but I really like them. And uh, he's like, but I prefer the blonde bitches with the the brown, uh, you know, uh, pubic hair. I was like, that's so ultra specific. And hi, nice to meet you, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Right off the bat. I ended up spending the whole night with this guy, by the way. So is that like a calico? No, I... a calico? What is that? Like a cat? Like you know? Like a? How would you be blonde and then not blonde? As Ghana. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone wants to be Pamela Anderson. It's the eighties and nineties again, basically. And then it's not only the eighties and nineties. Matthew doesn't sleep and then starts talking about pubes and orgies like on the. <laughs> this pod. is a breakfast conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and. And basically, we're we're back. I mean, the reason we're back here, the reason you're back here, is because we're in the indie sleaze moment again, right? Yes. According to Sean Monahan, and we see the return of uh, you know American Apparel. Uh, where's is Vice coming back? I mean, I think Vice <laughs> is being replaced by all the new sort of publications. That's and true, that like Forever out. Mag. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, it's more of like a renaissance in print, even. There's yeah. like sex mag is really cool. There's yeah. People so, were stuck inside on their phones for like over a year and they are so fucking tired of it. Yeah, we're dirty, going back. Dirty mag. Have you yeah. seen how yeah. iconic dirty mag is? I were mean, you in dirty mag? I was featured. Yeah. I feel like you. Yeah. That's perfect for you. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. You were at the dirty mag release Anna. Yeah. I like got yeah. there super late though, which is something I keep accidentally doing. I always do were that. You the yeah. one, were you at the one where Kevin carpet was rolled up? And- oh no. But my friend uh, Amina told me about Kevin Carpet recently. Oh, I heard about that. No, I wasn't at. I I wasn't at that. But I yeah, did he likes to get stepped the story. on. Yeah, he, he like he will pay that. you to be stepped on. Yeah, which is sick. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everyone has some kind of special talent, you know. 
Did um, you did uh, you step on him at all? So the funny thing about <laughs> Kevin is when people say, what's the craziest memory you have from like shooting parties? I always say Kevin Carpet, but I'm talking Kevin Carpet in 2005. Oh, he's that old school? He's been rocking for a long time. Whoa. He's yeah. been doing the carpet thing? Yeah. And the so there, there used to be this party at Happy Endings yeah. um, called Shit Hammered. Yeah. All things. Yeah. On a <laughs> Tuesday night. Uh, my buddy Daryl invented it. And then it was always like this sort of you know, sweaty Tuesday night party in uh, Lower East Side on Forsyth. And just, but Kevin was there mm. and people were bouncing on him like a trampoline. And I was like, yeah. this is a human being. Yeah. And he likes this. <laughs> Damn. What a legend. Honestly, I get it. Yeah. I think that w- I would, I would do that. I would roll myself up in the car. And let How long would you on. survive on a, well, because it would hurt. I'd get a, probably like have, having my arms like restrained might like, I don't know. It might you feel like a be panic attack too. before. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you're you're cocooned. You know, it's it's yeah. you need like a safety word to roll unroll me immediately. <laughs> I think that would be the f- most fun part. Is like if someone grabbed the end of the carpet and was just like, and like yeah. whipped me out, and I, you know. Start, I wonder how rolling. he like invented that because you know when you're how did, younger, how do you find out that he, he would was like into that? be into like rolling down a hill like yeah. in a carpet or like try to wrap yourself in some kind of inner tube? Yeah, and he probably just like got hit in the head and he's like, oh, That's I want to be stepped on. Do you have yeah. photos of him in the carpet? Yeah, from from 2005. I have a whole collection of. Uh, I could make a book on Kevin Carpet. Oh my gosh! Um, and actually, Brock that writes a lot for New York Mag did a feature on him recently and used some of my photos oh sick yeah, yeah. your photos must be in like every publication i'm kind of like uh the hipster uh, wikipedia yeah. or something whoa like, for photos yeah you're a database words. of cool parties from when did you start um the the blog started in like 2004 that's what do you think is so like cool. the biggest bringing difference blogs back too because like you're like we were like when you were like you were like yeah you have to check the cobra uh cobra snake website when i was like oh that's crazy not in a bad way i was like no that's sick because like <coughs> all these platforms suck you know yeah. like you have can complete control of them we hate all of the platforms by yeah. the way and you know the funny thing <laughs> gesundheit um <laughs> uh, the funny thing with uh with my mentality towards social media is that I hear from everybody. Oh, I hate the likes, uh, the comments. I'm so stressed about posting. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just chilling with the cobrasnake.com. There's no, no interaction on there that anybody can see and you just get to enjoy it. And yeah. I can post as much as I want and it doesn't feel like I'm limited like to a yeah. square Have you dealt with them. any like, um, like censorship on Instagram or anything? Because obviously, being in the party scene, you know, there's there's drugs, there's nudity, and uh, you know, there's yeah. a lot of and all uh, the hot photos you take, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, I I just in general just post uh, to the to the website, yeah. and I, it's yeah. more like free form for me there. Uh, my social media is pretty weak in terms of how often I post and stuff. It's really bad. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Though, if anybody wants to like manage my Instagram. But is like actually good at it, please DM me. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna get you banned in like five days. <laughs> no, I feel like somebody, nobody in this room no one in is this allowed room. to manage it. I feel like there's somebody in New York that definitely wants to manage your Instagram. I would say that, Mark. I'm pretty Ryan sure Ryan would actually do a good job. He's not a menace. Thank you. I'm, I'm being such a pick me right now. <laughs> yeah, you should hear the levels. They're so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I feel like it would be so easy for you to find someone. I feel like you should have multiple people. You should have a Discord. Like, we're going to bring you into 2022, Mark. That yeah. By the time you leave here, 
you're just going to be ready, you know? It's like the Power Rangers unite or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I need, I want to, I no, but honestly, like, I, this is reminding me of how I felt in like 2007 when I was yeah. uh, building up steam is that I was able to like employ a ton of people that worked for me at the time. Yeah. And I hired all these other photographers to shoot under me. And like it became something that was like really special. I built my own team around yeah. sort of the misfits, basically. Oh, that's and cool. Many marks. And yeah. they all ha- they all have the same like mustache and hat and like cool T-shirt on. And they're wait, when you say misfits, do you mean like metaphorically or like the band? Well, no, like basically like I was a non-traditional bro growing up. You know, yeah. like I didn't go to college. Like, like you're from New Jersey or? Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, funny enough, I worked with Pauly D. Pauly oh, D. That's awesome. Yeah, from the Jersey Shore. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, crazy. That's so awesome. Yeah. But it was it was kind of a scam like it, he was married uh he was managed by Larry Rudolph who was famously working with Britney Spears. Oh. And so they said, "Hey, work with Polly and then like we're going to get you on to Britney." Oh, but that whoa. never happened. It never happened. Yeah. He like used that to kind of lure you in. Totally. And it was also at a time where it probably wouldn't have been very fun to work with Britney. Yeah. Well, so it was under the conservator area. Oh. Uh, yeah. And she they, didn't like, need any any more uh, camera attention, I think, <laughs> than she already had. And they like had her all locked up and shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. Have you been in a lot of situations like that with like, you know, people luring you in with like you're gonna like be managing the world? Like, what is it called? The what? It, what is uh, uh, Alex Jones call it? The world. Uh, world order. Yeah. World new order. <laughs> new, new world order. The yeah. new world order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did anybody give you any great deals like that? Like Dangling you're going to be the photographer. Golden carrots. Like yeah, you're going to be the photographer of the new world order or anything cool like that. <laughs> I mean, I it was funny. Like looking through the archive, you know, it's so massive. And, you know, this whole thing with how Donald Trump was running for president. Yeah. Um, I found photos of, of Trump uh, uh, promoting his vodka. Oh, the yeah. Trump vodka. Yeah. That he launched. On your, in, yeah. in your archive? That in is archive. so awesome. I need to see Did these. Did you do a party? You went to one of I his I was there at, the at the party and Ivanka was there. Yeah. And I have this iconic <laughs> photo of Corey Kennedy and Ivanka that became some kind of meme. Also, if you know how to make memes, I'm friends with all these meme people oh, now. Oh no, we're the yeah, meme people. We are the we're meme the people. people. Well, I, I, I know there's, I'm, you're my friends. Yeah, um, yeah. And we will I make think memes. that the, the archive is so ripe for, yeah. for some meme. Oh, oh my God. I, yeah. yeah, send me, I wanted to, do you have like uh, any, what are like your craziest photographs you can remember? Like, I could give you like a, a Dropbox link. That you oh can, yeah, I want to look at like the greatest we can, hits, like, promote like them the most on... memeable ones. Yeah. That'd be so sick. I'd love to. I'd love to get through there. I'd love to see like some Donald Trump indie sleaze legend with his like yeah. gaudy vodka. I just saw that I- Ivana's like apartment is up for sale in New York. Oh yeah, she's I not like, going to hang out. She's, are you, like, you going to buy it? I, you know, if someone wants to fund that p- purchase, then I would love it. It's like the gaudiest place I've ever seen. She's also we like, need to throw not, a party there. She's also like not going to be on the campaign trail with Trump. Oh, like she's like I think it's Ivan- really... Ivana, not Ivanka. Well, it's all not his of it is disappointing. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, isn't his ex-wife dead? Isn't she like in a golf oh, yeah. course? <laughs> yeah, it's her plate. Oh, that makes sense. That's why they're selling it because she's oh, dead. Oh, okay. We're talking about two different people. You're talking about the golf course lady. I don't. I don't know. Ivana, yeah, she, Ivanka. Like, she played her final. Know. Like her final hole was actually her <laughs> gravesite on the golf course. <laughs> pretty brutal honestly <laughs> rest in power i don't even i don't even think she liked golf that much you know it's kind of sad yeah, she was more of a bowler you know what's that i think he did it when he was like back 
he did yeah, it for he did tax it, purposes. He did it for a tax yeah. purposes. I mean, came, yeah. got to respect it. Respect the grift. Yeah. Was so like when he was doing like when Trump was doing these things, was he wearing like some street gear, like some Balenciaga, like <laughs> or anything like that? I just suited. I oh, just suited. Okay. Yeah, suited up. Yeah, I just the, like the same thing he wears. Every How does day. his orange skin look up through the? Did he have orange skin back? He definitely looked fresher back yeah. then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy thinking about like him not being as like him being riper. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all were riper. You know. No, it's true. Yeah. Okay. That actually brings us to a really important key part of this interview is like how I met Mark and Mark probably doesn't remember this because Mark has met a million people but I th- I don't know what year it was it was was it like 20 2006 or something yeah 2006 yeah. I think yeah 2006. I was eight years old yeah and we were looking for you to groom you, but we couldn't. Um, we were instead we were at the Vice Music Festival, which instead later, like which later became the Pitchfork Music Festival, basically. Yeah, I, I believe. Pitchfork. Yeah. 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 And uh, so all of the you know all of the Gen Z people that want to own me and be like, yeah, I knew that festival. I went to the uh, Pitchfork Music Festival. This is before them. And Mark was there, and he was the main one of the main photographers, right, of, yeah. the, of the festival. And so. The crazy thing is, is I think my friend gave me a ticket to that. And then um, I like I did this like crazy thing where like I was like, I'm going to volunteer at the um, at the festival, even though I like had a ticket. And um, I basically tried to volunteer for the section where they're doing the, you know, uh, VIP section. Right. And uh, so this is where you gave out all of the VIP passes and the all access passes and stuff like that. So basically, I volunteered there, and then I got twenty VIP passes for all of my friends. That's wow. <laughs> <It's> so sick. <laughs> <laughs> and just started passing them out to all my friends, and then I got an all access pass for myself. What which, a young hustler! Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. Uh, he hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> I was like, this would be so funny. And I was like, I'm totally going to get caught. But it was so funny. And it was funny because like, you know, the all access passes, there wasn't many people with these. And like, you know, there's like at that time I was like walking on stage and I was like walking amongst people like Lupe Fiasco, like people might not even know who that is now. And uh, anyways, lots of free alcohol. And I got really, really drunk in front of Lady. You remember Lady Tron? Yeah, Lady Tron. Yeah. And I was like the drunkest I've probably ever been. Blackout drunk. And you took this photo of me dancing like I look like the biggest idiot I've ever been. Probably, I think my head was like bent backwards. I want to see this super one. gay pose, and yeah, I just look horrible. Um, I think I look like I was dying <laughs> or like in <laughs> mid seizure or something. And you took that photo, and uh, I didn't know who you were at the time. And when I discovered that, I was like, holy shit, I'm on this website and I look like shit. <laughs> and it went down as like the worst photo of me ever. And I think eventually it was taken down um, many years later um, because your archive your archive goes back pretty, or at least it did at some point. But I think it eventually you can't keep things up from like 2006. That's like fucking 18 years now or something. I'm not doing the math correctly. That's 16 years. <laughs> but anyways, um, and yeah, how do you think things have changed, for instance, from that time period? Because that was like the inception. I remember like going to Chicago for the first time, seeing like, vice magazines everywhere and like seeing american parallels on the back and uh it being the inception basically of like indie blog culture you're still running a blog um and uh how yeah how has the energy shifted since then yeah well yeah i mean even just to uh remember back to that era 
you know, it was, it was truly, I, you're not the only one that says, Oh, I have a awkward photo you shot of me. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's also like an amazing memory to have. Right. It is. Yeah. Um, and it would be also fun to see, you know, almost those, uh, amassed again. And one of the things yeah. that I had been trying to work on was like reviving the archive yeah. um, and bringing it back so that like everyone could relive those memories. And then half the people are like, no, no, no. I don't keep it buried. That. I never want to see that again. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Especially in the age where everything is like so reproducible and and, and well, also know. you know now everyone's so like controlling of their image. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know this is something that I was in control of, and so it's a much more like journalistic yeah. approach with the archive. And um, even the way I shoot today, it's like it's me pressing the camera. It's not your selfie camera or whatever. You guys can't face tune your hip to waist ratio. Yeah. If it ends up on Cobra snakes website, it's ending up there exactly the way it's meant to be. And to be <laughs> honest, that's how life should be. Like we should celebrate who we are yeah. and, and be our authentic selves. And you yeah. know, we're not fooling anyone at the end of the day. I mean, there's people that I'll see. It's like, I guess this term, they call it like catfish. Yeah. yeah. And I, it, in terms of just even in the scene, I'm like, wait, this, this person on their story doesn't look anything like the person that's uh, right. In yeah. the flesh. It's so true. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because um, there's an anonymity to the archive, to the, to the Cobra snake archive. And uh, you know, you really like, you're re like, you're, you're in a way you're a digital archeologist as much as you are like a photographer. You're like, you're archiving like how important these moments were. And like, when you break them down and like when you probably like if you went through like how many photos it's like hundreds of thousands if maybe a million photos you could really like probably see some like really like important shifting trends and like really understand like the nuances between chicago and new york cultures at the time and like who are the people that keep on like coming up and there's probably a lot of things that you could like talk about totally. or people could study like these things somebody um, a lot smarter than me uh, has to analyze <laughs> I the was, archive. I was reading Roland Barth on the train uh, oh, today. Sick. I I wish I could read. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, okay, literally same. But I was writing stuff down because obviously I love. You're gonna Bart. read Bart? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna read some blog about Bart. It's gonna be uh, I, on photography. On photography. Okay. Because yeah, Cameron cool. Lisa does like his. This is relevant. His, yeah. His, his biggest. That's uh, sick. Work. Yeah, that's sick. Let's do it. Barth devises a language that allows him to do so, introducing the concepts of the operator, the spectator, and the spectrum. The spectrum, which is the referent in the photograph, comprises two elements. Studium, or the cultural knowledge that allows the spectator to understand what is captured in the photograph. And punctum, which is which in Latin means a wound, a mark left by a pointed instrument. I love punctum. And which <laughs> breaks the studium. Fan. These stings, specks, or random details in a photograph cut through the homo homogeneity. Good enough. <laughs> I can read two guys of the studium and prick the spectator, as Barth puts it. Some photos prick him while others don't. Yeah. And I think that, like, so basically, there's. Read, what is the studium again? I always forget what the studium means. In like. layman's terms. The studium is, <laughs> the, is sort of the cultural context. Context. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the punctum is like not not even the subject of the photo but it's like a sort of like uh it's like je a ne sais quoi, like that comes from the photo that was yeah. sort of un not even intentional like yeah. it's like a, a piece of the photograph that is sort of captured after the fact yeah um, exactly that is sort of like touches the viewer and i yeah. feel like 
what's so special about the cobra snake stuff is that like you're you're literally like lighting up a room every time you take a photo that is like a dark space where people are sort of lingering and you know sort of remain in this hidden space and like literally like bringing light onto them for a second and like instilling in this moment and there's probably often so many like very like special little things that you catch that you probably weren't even aware that we're going to show up. Yeah, I no, I feel you on that <laughs> because the dark rooms that I've photographed over the years yeah. um, and even into the earlier, you know, when I first started, I was truly a kid. I was like 19 doing this and I would. Mark and I are the same age, basically. It's so cool. But you look so much fresher and younger than me. What's, <laughs> what, what's your beauty secrets? Uh, a dry chrome. Yeah, being a metrosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Which is very, it's very, uh, it's it's very two thousand six actually that term. Yeah, yeah and we're bringing me, it back. We're we're you're bringing back indie sleeves. We're bringing back metrosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I touch on it in um, <laughs> in my. Uh, yeah, do you want some lip smacking shit? Okay. Let's rub that on ourselves. <laughs> um, but yeah, in, in my book that came out with Rizzoli, I talk about like the early years and how I kind of had social anxiety, just being in these crowds of people I didn't know and going to different places. And, you know, it's relatable. Right. Uh, And so I would wear sunglasses to the party. And so I didn't even know who I was photographing. Oh my God. So to the point of like what's happening in the dark is a surprise. Like it truly was. And so I would go back and download the photos and be like, Whoa, look at this. I didn't even realize this couple was making out in the corner or, you know, uh, that was so and so in in the photo. You was know? it like? Did you see that like Adam Sandler movie where he's like telling the kid like if you put the sunglasses on then you're invisible then nobody can see you? Was yeah. that like the vibe? I totally had that kind of vibe and also like the when in reality everyone in the room is like, why is this motherfucker wearing sunglasses <laughs> yes. in the dark room? And why and, is he taking photos and that of us? That was sort of like the uh, the all access pass though because yeah. like, he must be important. He's an yeah. idiot wearing yeah. sunglasses. Camera is an all access yeah. pass. You know, yeah. But the camera and just the aesthetic, it was like I looked like I belonged for some reason. Yeah. Well, I also think I, I, going back to like just this idea of like what it meant originally, like having a camera back then meant a lot more in my opinion because I feel like Everyone has a camera now on their phones and you could have had them on your phones back then even. But having an actual camera was way less common, you know, so like you probably didn't have like the nicest camera when you first started and slowly you upgrade and all of that. But just having any camera and like dedicating yourself to taking the photo was kind of like a it was kind of like a conscious act that like most people wouldn't have thought of. Like and you were like part of this like staple of culture. Um, that in a sense, you probably slightly created yourself, right? Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I've definitely heard that I've inspired tons of people to become photographers and I'm stoked on that. I think one of the 100%. things that's important about being like an archivist is that I have, you know, backups and backups, backups and hard drives mm. of these photos. Uh, whereas if you were just a casual person out shooting, you might've posted them to your MySpace page, which yeah. got deleted yeah. or you lost the computer from 2012 when you moved yeah. or your hard drive crashed and 100%. you lost yeah. your, your memories. Yeah. And, and right I, I was a memory maker and then now I'm not 
doesn't rhyme, but I'm preser- preserving these memories. Yeah, I was like on your website and I was looking at the pictures from Bella Chow that last week, which was like one of the best Bella Chow nights I've ever had. That was so and fun. And I was like, th- these photos are amazing. And I'm like, I literally cannot wait to like show this to my grandkids <laughs> and be like, look, like this they was the so coolest good. photographer oh at God. the time. Like your, your grandma was cool. Yeah, grandma. Your grandma was really- <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Going back to Barth, like this idea of like thinking about your like future like how do we think about cobra snake as like a like capturing culture so the strat what was the first word stratum stratum is that the first word um i know what punctum punctum is cool because it's like operator spectator and spectrum but spectrum is oh uh, oh it's spectrum what is it studium oh studium that's what it was yeah um Punctum is cool because like there's this like fo- famous photo that Barth uh, like is looking at where like there's these like nuns in the background that you can kind of see and you can kind of notice if you really look but they have like one of them has like a gun and it's like that slight detail like when you look through your photos um, you know you can go through them like spend a little time be patient and you can try to capture like what is happening at this time? Like uh, what is like one of the first parties you ever shot that you're like really proud of? Um, if this is too hard, I was you can gonna s- ask y- what your favorite party you've ever been to was if you have one. I'm sure that's a really hard question. Yeah, because like you're also like at the, the coolest parties, been. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, just some of the, I'd say like in general, some of the pre-recession events Yeah. Uh, just had such a, a crazy energy and also like a opulent budget. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. what they call that era now, but it was something where like money was being just thrown right. away. It's you true. Know? Yeah. Um, and then, and then you went to the New York stock exchange on like <laughs> t- in 2008. You're like, look at these motherfuckers. <laughs> that was rough. But um, no, but you know, I think uh, you know, the, especially looking back on the photos, you're seeing like the way that technology's evolved from yeah. cell phones to, um, you know, we didn't have Uber and like the old photos, everyone's like spilling into taxis or taking the subway. And like, that was our transportation. There wasn't, um, you know, such a, a... how did that affect parties? Would you say? Cause we really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally a child. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, and you know, what is a, a cute anecdote? Um, she's so buzz is, you know, Julia Fox. Yeah. She's been on the scene for quite a I've while. Heard of her, yeah. And you know, uh, uh, famously like, I knew her from back in the day with the misshapes. Oh, and wow. I remember she would drive a truck around and like we piled in her oh, truck she's after so badass. some sweaty misshapes night. What kind of truck was it? I, honestly, I'm not a car guy. But, but is it a big one or a small one? It was a big one. Whoa. Uh, and we, we, we piled Is it a in- monster truck? Because <laughs> that would <laughs> <be> sick. <laughs> we piled into this truck and then like drove to a 7 She's like smashing all the other cars on the way there with a <laughs> fucking monster truck. <laughs> Um, but yeah, ended up at a Seven Eleven at like five in the morning. I love Seven Elevens. You know, doing the classic like pouring Slurpee into your mouth under the <laughs> is, fountain yeah. and like all that. Kind oh, with of... Julia Fox. Yeah. Oh uh, my god, that's so fun. I need to see these. Did you guys get arrested for we that? We should make a TikTok <laughs> about it or something. Yeah. That's... Oh yeah, I know we should. That's good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. And do you feel like are people trying to replicate this like aesthetic, or is it naturally coming back like this? Like oh yeah, you know the indie, the indies. Do you think it's like a natural recurrence, or do you think it's sort of a try a, a try hard well, thing? Well, I mean, I think that with anything, it's like everything happens on so many levels from like aesthetically. So we're dressing a certain way, 
But then yeah. it's like, what's the the deeper part of that? Like, are you listening to the music that's related to the scene? Are you reading and seeing the movies that are related to the thing? Yeah. Can you talk about X, Y, and Z? Um, and that's where like you can be a poser in any in any culture. Yeah. And you could like carry your skateboard the wrong way and yeah. like, wear supreme and think. Wait, you're were a you a skater? Um, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was. You quite, were a poser. I was quite clumsy <laughs> as, as a kid. But um, no. But I think that the way I look at it, it's like for the greater good. Like if if even if the sort of simps are dressing, you know, yeah, uh, cooler. At least it's like giving the it's pushing it forward in a, in yeah. a way and that the, the vibe shift is real because yeah. that's going to then they're going to learn, you know, everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. We can't all be as cool as the people in this room. Yeah. And it's about, you know, the discovery. That's the exciting thing is like, yeah. there's people that haven't even listened to, you know, Radiohead and pavement. Yeah. And they're <laughs> learning about them now, you know? Yeah. Or I, I love this uh, woman on TikTok. She, she plays like, uh, smashing pumpkins for her kids yeah. in her class and they're yeah. like six and they write like this music is sad or this music is angry so um, awesome. you know that's this is a silly little anecdote but my dad was just like rediscovering old like home videos which was all very nostalgic for me yeah and he was like what are your favorite songs and i was like like elmo and blah blah, blah. and then i go and patty smith because my, <laughs> my mom used to play me wait, wait how old were you like Oh. oh my god you're deranged yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah i'm really glad you didn't say joy division like, you wouldn't morrissey. have made it <laughs> oh god you're like morrissey and death in june and you just say like all of the worst i was hated i'm sad yeah i need to take a nap all of the bands that used like fascist iconography basically as a kid. <laughs> yeah. you're like i just i was a kid it's fine and you start <laughs> blasting that everywhere you would do that <laughs> you're like i can't get canceled i was four years old oh my god yeah it's interesting like uh i definitely feel like there's like kind of like a resurgence of like indie stuff like you're talking about the magazines and then like you know like we had like in do you know mpcc like the film festival people yes yes yeah like there's like indie film festivals again you know, like all the theaters are like closing down everywhere and people are like oh let's like you know get somebody to like invest in us you know who owns paypal and then uh <laughs> that's the, that's the main difference is that the now it's all just tech invested like yeah I don't think that's how it was back then. No, nobody knew what tech was back then. <laughs> <laughs> People were still, still using like four track recorders and in taxis and yeah, they skated places. My only know. worry is that it's going to, you know, slip out of our fingers and go away so fast because of the rapid nature of everything. Like I remember when you were um, talking to Ryan um, for anti-art at my place, um, we, we spoke about, um, what was I going to say? How it uh, slips out of your hands. Uh, oh, no. The availability of like everything being on uh, like everything being on social media, like the, the lack of exclusivity now, basically. Yes. Oh, um, everyone finds out about things because we can text it, it to our friends in a, mm -hmm. in a moment and post it and everyone sees everything. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's tricky. And I mean, I think the biggest thing that makes me feel like old is like when you think about uh, tangible music mm. and like that. I grew up 
buying CDs and even oh, cassette great. tapes. Yeah, me too. Like I had the um, No Doubt Just a Girl I had Spice on Girl cassette. Face. So good. Yeah. Uh, single, CD, uh, tape single, cassette yeah. single. And that would be the sh- song I would play in the shower. Oh, sick. Um, and I had to shower within the three minutes of that song. That's singing it like. That came on when I was like, you had, wait, you had to shower for three minutes? Well, like I wanted song. to like be efficient. And, yeah. You know, and it was so, like a Navy shower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Just a girl. You were yeah. so environmentally you could, you friendly. Could, I'm going to make a TikTok of me. <laughs> did, did you like experience like gender dysphoria <laughs> listening to Just a Girl while you. Yeah. <laughs> this is Mark's trans moment, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know and so even even that it's like you wouldn't like skip forward on things like if you bought yeah. a cd you listen to the entire cd it's not like you just favored yeah. it a few songs on your spotify and you had to flip the tape sometimes yeah yeah um but yeah with the idea of like uh i think it, it boils down to people like not wanting to jump head first into things mm-hmm. they're like waiting to have a friend text them if it's cool so right. you're gonna wait till midnight when the party's pumping and you text your friend and you're going to get there and it's over. Like yeah. you just have to show up, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's um, true. So I think, I think what's, what I've been seeing is there's, I get put onto these group chats, right? And yeah. these group chats are going on off, especially during like fashion week and stuff. And they're like, everybody go to this party. Like right. we got to go. And, but the cool thing about it is they're actually trying to rally and bring people together. Yeah. And so I think it's about like, Including your friends right. and like forcing them out of the house, yeah. forcing people to be social yeah. and like actually like having fun. Right. Um, and then that creates like memorable moments, you know, yeah. like, like what I was saying before is like, put your phone away for a little bit, go dance, get sweaty, yeah. you know, pour a drink on your head. Like it's fun. <laughs> I told a girl last night that she should pour a drink on her head. Because she was spilling it all over me. I was like, you know, it'd be more fun if you spilled it on yourself and you poured it on your head. You're blonde. It would look great. Um, yeah, there's actually this really interesting uh, idea from the new models people, uh, Caroline Busta and Daniel Keller. They talk about this, uh, and Little Internet, I guess, is on that too. Um, and they talk about this um, this idea called like the deep forest theory of the internet where like creating like discords and creating group chats and creating like these enclaves within like these digital channels away from the main networks which is kind of like what tumblr did a little bit you know and uh other social medias that are not as big and uh that's like the way that people are creating authenticity now it's like they're they're finding ways echo chambers in a way uh, well, I mean, it, authentic, it, echo but it's chambers. like, it's like, it's no, like no, a community like, run echo chamber. Well, no, it's not like, it's not like daily stormer where it's like a website where like, well, it's all like white supremacist. Yeah. Well, it's mostly just like, like what, uh, Mark was saying where it's like, we have a group chat and we want everyone that's like part of this group chat to go to this one party or like to be part of this, like one art show. And we're like, like-minded yeah. you know, in that way. And you know, it's also like a great thing for support of being like, who has a sound system we can borrow yeah. and somebody comes through, you know, it's like, yeah, but it's using the technology to create physical moments that are exciting. And then flyers are coming back now. So you drop the flyer in the group chat. Totally. And Even like I tangible flyers, flyer. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like I went to the one thing it's about flyers, by the way, though, and I see it judging more in, a party by its flyer. Well, I see it more <laughs> in New York than ever is, the amount of hosts that are on these things yeah. and about half of them don't even show up to the party. Yeah. So it, I don't know. There needs to be some sort of a 
regulation on this. Well, yeah, we need the, a board. Uh, we need um, an electric board. It's an angel emoji, right? Made the uh, like ha- the host to, manifesto. The, yeah, the host manifesto or whatever. And yeah, you always have to have like one fake host who's like not <laughs> yeah. actually there. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what it says? Yeah. Oh, sick. There's always got to be one like supposedly Zach Bia started that that whole like host trend. Yeah. Where like you like, do you know Zach Bia? Is, of course. Yeah. You probably He's in shot... one of the group chats that I'm in. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. So it's that group chat. Yes. That is like supposedly the reason everyone's doing this. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I like the fake news. Yes. I, some fake news you got to spread. You know. Yes. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm like a guest. <laughs> I'm I'm co-hosting something on Friday now at at Bella Chow, but I'm like not part of any of the organizations, so it's just like slapping another name on a poster. And I'm like, all right, sure. Let's I was go. like, oh no, we shouldn't do it. I know. I try. I like was like, oh, I don't think I. I'm like, I can't find DJs in time. Like, I can't really host. I can't find co-hosts. And they're like, it's fine. We're just gonna put you on the poster. And I'm like, okay. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Nobody's gonna go to the party though. <laughs> We'll see. This fight is definitely coming out after the Friday party. So if yeah. you're listening to this, it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> You'll already forget how lame it, it lame was by the time it's by the time. If you ever see our names on flyers, we're not there. Just so you know. <laughs> Mark's not there I'm, either. We're just if you see anybody's name on a flyer, it, nobody's there. Well just the, so you know. the the thing that's happening now is that um a lot of people confuse me with Matthew Weinberger. Um, yeah. The taller, handsomer version of myself. <laughs> well, he um, does stuff on film too. Which yeah, no, different. but just like people go up to him and be like, you're the Cobra Snake. Like, because they might not have met me. Or... Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so wow. he's had like many conversations. <laughs> wow. Uh, he's literally like 23. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Like he was, li- he was. And an he's infant. a foot taller than me, though. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, and no, people just we're as, friends with you Matt. know they see him with his camera and think that he's the cover snake. That's which so is funny. almost kind of cool in a way that you should like, start saying that he is. But it's becoming like uh, <laughs> like Kleenex or like uh, yeah. yeah Xerox, like the oh yeah yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is You've just a cobra snake. Yes. That we should make it a verb. Yes. When yeah. You get, when you a nice flash photo of you at a at a, fo- at a party is yeah cobra snake. Yeah, basically, and then people are just gonna start uploading photos to your website, and you're like, where are these <laughs> photos come from? I actually think it would be s- sick if you like started a Discord with like all the New York photographers, and then you guys all just like drop all of the photos well, in like one Discord. You know what's actually something that I've been thinking about is like. A lot of the other photographers, they just post on Instagram or yeah. they drop a Google Drive link or yeah. a Dropbox link yeah. and they don't actually have a website. So I think, you know, I'm going to sort of pump for a few more years and then I might sort of develop something that could be like a platform right. for other photographers. Oh, that would and be then sick. they can oh, have like awesome. a slash whatever on yeah. the Cobra Snake. We were and- actually joking about something like that last night. We were like, we were at this party and it sucked and we were like... We have like a lot of people are sharing their locations right now, like on their phones. Um, like Dagson started this. Like everyone I know is like sharing their locations, and like I left the party, and then I could see okay, so this person went home, this person went to this other place. This is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm post, I'm post privacy personally. Yeah, I'm- I- <laughs> and no, I think it's great. I I would love for everyone to know where I was. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, um, but like, so people are doing that. And then also like, you can now like, 
basically see where people are because of this. But also, like, we were talking about, like, it would be really cool if there was, like, a, a live Twitter feed or something for, like, New York parties. So, like, you know where to go and your party sucks, you know? Oh and it's called, like, Your Party Sucks or something. YourPartySucks.com. Yeah, Daxon always was saying, what's next? What's yeah, next? Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, I, I'll roll up on the city bike to something and he's like, I see him there. It's, he's like, we're going. I'm like, we're in the yeah. age of attention deficit, like yeah. the attention deficit age. And it's like the parties, you just, you show up, you stay there and for like 20 minutes and you leave. Yeah. Like the other night, I, I I showed up way too late to a uh, different forever mag thing. And it was literally like, we, we got there. Like, um, it was in this weird, like it was in, it was the one, uh, yeah. It, the the way the venue was set up was like there was like this hallway um outside that people were smoking records, yeah, yeah. At, at public records where like everyone was smoking and i'm like walking down to go into the venue and i see someone i know and i'm like hi and i'm like yeah. i say hi to them and then i'm walking down the line i see another person in the line i'm like hey what's up and we have a little conversation it's like a conga line. yeah it was like <laughs> one and then the next and then the next and then the next i like, said like hi to like hosting the party yeah, right like so, yeah. <laughs> i said i had, like six people i get to the door and they're like we're not letting people in anymore like it's about to shut down and i'm oh, like yeah. well you know what i came here i smoked a cigarette and i mingled with all the people I needed to and I can just leave now and I just did yeah. a whole nights of partying in, in like <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> yeah I think people need to just like stay put you know and there's too much competition for oh, events yeah. Yeah. like if people could have this sort of uh, Google calendar mm. so that they could say alright instead of planning like four parties on the same night yeah. why don't we spread it out through the week Yeah, start getting the Monday and Tuesday nights popping again Yeah, you know have a more like the 1975 party was yeah. on Monday. It was insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so like, I think that there's there's plenty of time in the week. Wait, did Mike Crumps ever get into that? Because his name was definitely on the flyer. <laughs> I don't think he ever got he, in. Well, the host that party was so insane, and they're Chaos. they're like yeah. they're pretty evil, honestly, for releasing that publicly because like, there was literally like, like no one got in. Yeah, no one got in. Besides yeah. people on the list. I'm like, uh, yeah, but even I was on the list side and. And I was like, it was, it was, shit, it was show, yeah. shit show. I'm like, yeah. all these people that are like the VIPs of this event are not even getting into I the thought, venue. Yeah, I thought I Impact were at least like inviting all the 1975 fans to groom them. You know, I thought this was like their perfect <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> no, I literally, I, I was messed- like, this is totally a grooming opportunity for these old I Impact fans. I had <laughs> joked with them because they had posted and they posted their flyer and they're like 21 up. And I messaged them like, you writing 21 up on the flyer is not going to stop the horde of teens that are yeah, going to be outside. You- and they said, it's all part of the plan. And I'm like, screenshot, yeah. caught you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they're just trying to get, you know, the, the, the like, the mayhem it's like the spectacle like <laughs> yeah. the spectacle of having all of these people just swarmed outside yeah you know, i got into that the event. spectacle is rejecting all of them too like, it's like go home i got dragged <laughs> through the back door it, it was like a whirlwind yeah. and this this crazy girl who i met like five minutes before like weaseled her way in with me i was no, like she the taught you a valuable century. lesson i was i was you know happy for her yeah so. by any means necessary yeah. yeah yeah there was definitely a good amount of the fans somehow ended up in the in the venue i was saying oh, like wow. when there were those two lines like the the one the line of like fans who had got there and like were waiting out and then the line of like all these douchebag people that are on the list including myself um i was like <laughs> they should let in the fan line and fuck all of us yeah. honestly like, well it's kind of like a tsa pre-check yeah, yeah. <laughs> global entry yeah, but um somebody was like telling me somebody was telling me before the party they're like uh yeah here's the venue this is what it looks like and then they're like there's 300 people on the list and i was like wait that venue is not going to host all of those people and then i think you maddie healy's people said like 700 people 
And I was yeah, like, no, uh, that, was that does not, not look. Yeah. And I was like, basically, was like, news. nobody's getting into that. I'm not going to this. Honestly, they could have just had the after party in Madison Square Garden. And they yeah, they should have. They could have packed it out. They totally yeah. could have. Oh, they totally should have. Yeah. yeah. That would have been sick. Yeah. They could have invited like a bunch of like New York. Like, that would have been crazy. Like, just invite all of the New York party people, right? Just fill Madison Square Garden with all of Dime Square. <laughs> that's a nightmare. That's the stuff of nightmares. 1975. What other what other fan bases can we pull into this? You know? I don't know. I don't know of any bands anymore. Podcast listeners. <laughs> you know, we're ta- we always talk about how podcasts are replacing rock stars, basically. Um, yes. <laughs> we only say that to to gloat obviously well, you guys are rock <laughs> we're stars. totally yeah. not biased in that at all no no yeah it's not true because neither of us are actually talented in any kind of way <laughs> this is like the least talented thing you could do you know like all you do is just talk shit and then people when people see you out they feel like they're on your podcast yes <laughs> they're like oh you're gonna talk shit to me right <laughs> yeah yeah people I, I went to the be like super feral and mean and i'm always like quiet and nice <laughs> oh me no me Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everyone. Have you guys just... done any live? Episodes? No, like... people have asked us to. We're going to su- like we're going to do one in LA. Fright. I think. I think it would be so funny. Like you know, you listen to those NPR stories, and they yeah. have like oh, yeah. you know they're out and about, and like yeah. you hear the interviews from you know the street corner. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Just like a live. I want to do- see. This is an idea that we've sort of uh, shared, but like. <laughs> it's like the worst idea ever like a podcast party thing where we like have a party we have like some mics set up and like you know like occasionally like y- like there's a party going on but like people come up and you like have little conversations with them yes and, like, yeah yes you know do like a pod party from like- the bathroom at bella chow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's you like just hear flooding. this it's flooding once again <laughs> everyone's doing coke some some it's- italian man is yelling that my espresso is finally done <laughs> <laughs> basically it's a it's a hellhole and then the yeah and then the dj comes in and we're like wait it's not your time yet <laughs> <laughs> can you not get it can you get out of the fucking bathroom <laughs> yeah. it's like fucking angel <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love that ain't like that the frost children's t-shirt uh was worn next to bernie sanders yesterday with our friend amina Wait, what? That's major. Yeah, yeah, I totally. To see she just needs to put it on Bernie Sanders next time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dime Square. <laughs> Back in my day, <laughs> we're gonna unionize Dime Square. <laughs> oh my God, we're going to unionize the fascists. The fascists all need to come together. The one percent that got into the nineteen seventy five party, <laughs> the other ninety nine percent. Oh my god, <laughs> that was good. Oh my god, I hate you guys. That was horrible. Never do a Bernie Sanders accent ever again. That's why he lost because of everyone's bad accents. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. No, we want to do a live pod. We're like. How do we do this with like we saw like one recently and it was like scripted and we're like we don't want to do that you know we we don't yeah. want to do a scripted one right? yeah we like you know we want to we're uh, way too lazy to write a script <laughs> that's my why. idea was like basically and like have you seen between two ferns yeah and you just like invite people on just roast them for two minutes and you're like next <laughs> that's Matthew's <laughs> dream. <laughs> <laughs> like we had Felix from Chapo Trap House on, you know, 
Chapo Trapos. Have you heard of them? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, the podcast. And uh, on it, it was the day. Remember the shooting that happened that day? There was like a <laughs> shooting on the. Uh, there was like a shooting on the subway. And then Anna's coming over, and for some reason, she thought it'd be a good day to bring a sword over after the shooting on the subway. I literally brought a sword on the on the subway the day after there was a like. Oh, was the day I saw a citizen alert said like blonde girl with glasses <laughs> and a sword on the train. Um, yeah, and then basically she brings the sword over, and uh, we have this guest Felix. And um, I think he has like the third biggest podcast on Patreon or something crazy. And I'm like, hey, uh, uh, welcome to the pod. This is our second pod, by the way. And I'm like, um, can we do a shot where we put a pillowcase on your head? And then we put the sword up to your head. I'll put a pillowcase on too. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan's like, no, no, stop this. You can't do this. No, he would have went with it if Ryan hadn't been insistent, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ryan saved him. He saved his life, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Did anybody see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? No. I oh, see yeah. I, I just watched that recently. I've been meaning to that get a bottle twist. of champagne and yeah, that's try a, to... Yeah, that's a good plot twist. I, I probably... Yeah, yeah. Wait, can you give us a spoiler? No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. For those that are listening, the spoiler is... <laughs> Um, no, I haven't seen it. Was no, but good though. Live potting, you could get a lot of good sound bites. I'm sure. You think so? From like crazy drunk people and yeah, like, you know. Yeah, you people yeah. get loose. That's how we usually we usually pot at night where it, when it's like and we drink. Yeah, we yeah we're drinking. Yeah, coffee. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like we like get drunk with people and then they say the worst things possible. It's it's amazing. Like you just got to get somebody really drunk and then they say all of the truth. They turn into your racist uncle. <laughs> you, put a, you put a microphone and then it just keeps going. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, we, we actually can never air that ever. <laughs> we have, a, we know we have a producer for a reason. He's here taking notes, basically cutting out all of the worst parts possible. So, but you've said nothing, Mark. That's terrible. It's because it's I have media training. He's, Do you really? Yeah. Oh wow. I've also he's, he's been around enough messy people. Uh, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Who are the messiest people? Would you say <laughs> that you've known? They're in this room. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. Yeah. That's, that's such a good answer. Yeah. You never ask that question. If you ask that question, you do not have media training. But honestly, the thing is that back to just like parties and stuff. I yeah, feel like yeah. If you have a group of friends, that's the party. Like, yeah. You can bring the party wherever you want to go. Yeah. And I was spending a lot of time hanging uh, with Meg Superstar, yeah, uh, documenting her for Paper Mag back in the in in the winter, and just her and her group of friends was, you know, more fun than most nights. Wow, you know, just being out with the the circus basically. Yeah, you know? yeah. so yeah, that's my. Th I I like to have like have a small group of of friends like over like I rather be in a setting where I can like talk to people like I I want to yeah. like chat I don't want to yeah you know be you Nobody should have a podcast them. then. <laughs> <Is that? laughs> oh my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> um, I'm sure people have yeah, told you that. Yeah, people people are like, Anna, you'd never shut up. So <laughs> It's interesting when you go to these places and you know, like last night we went to that party and we're like, we know like so many people there. And you're like, wait, who do I hang out with? You're like, I know so many people here. You're like, I just want the chill. I just want to hang out with everyone, but nobody wants like none of these people know each other and they don't want to hang out with each other. Like that's the other problem with these big parties. You're like, I love all of these people. I don't love all of them. I actually hate most of them, <laughs> but um, 
a lot of the people there, you're like, wait, why can't I just like introduce all of these people? And you just can't. It's just too messy. The simpler you keep it, if you have that small group, group of friends, it just solves the problem. Yeah. And also like, you know, the politics of the scene. It's, yeah. It's kind of crazy to me because I just, I like everybody. Yeah. And then I, I see that this person doesn't get along with this person. Right. And, yeah. and I'm like, you I probably, don't know. You can probably pick up on so much yeah. just like through this, like yeah. being the, the mannerisms, the voyeur. everything. Yeah. I was spreading another lie last night. I was saying that uh, <laughs> Mike Crump's, uh, the communist, the known communist is... Uh, um, a Stalinist and a Stalinist want to kill everyone. So nobody should be his friend. And uh, <laughs> I was saying this to Peter Vac, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, was... I saw, yeah, I saw Peter walk in. And also I have this weird like face aphasia thing. That yeah, every me time, too. Because I'm like, first of all, everyone in, in this scene like, like you looks can't the same. You but can't then recognize I'm also people. like, I've met you and I'm yeah. like, I, I know you. Which one did I see you Tell at? Tell me it's, about it. Yeah, I can't yeah. even imagine as you. And especially because you're someone who probably gets recognized like yeah. well, when I, you're I, out. I'm not, I hate joking about this, but there is dementia in my family so oh, it's yeah. like yeah. just even remembering you know literally saying what i had like, for breakfast it's on its way yeah. <laughs> no but you've been part of like a million different scenes like every single photograph is like a potential person that you're supposed to like remember yeah. you know like that's the other side is that like not only are you documenting memories of other people they're documenting a memory <coughs> sorry of you in that moment too you're getting all choked up that's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful it's emotional <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, you. I mean, in a, in a way, like you're you're making people feel a little famous. I think. Well, you know? no, and I, and I mean, you. I also I I've been hearing more and more anecdotes and stories of I met you this time or ten years ago this thing, and it's it's really cool to just see and everyone just like mo very happy that I'm still doing this. Yeah, you know? and I'm I'm living my truth. You know. Oh I'm yes. So, yeah. I'm happy. I'm obsessive compulsive. When it comes to documenting nightlife. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean. Are you familiar with Society of the Spectacle by Guy Debord? Uh, <laughs> Have you heard the term? <laughs> Sounds made up to me. It's sort of like the philosophy of Pixar it didn't happen. Of what? Oh, if Pixar it didn't happen. Yeah. Kind of, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, truly, like, I had a passion to document something that wasn't being documented, especially in the underground scene, you know, in the DIY space. And I was like, all these people are so special and doing such creative things. This needs to be shared right. on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. And um, and it truly did inspire like uh, a snowball effect. You know, there was yeah. there was people that, you know, went into all types of creative uh, work from seeing my images. Yeah. I mean, I really do think that there's so many stories potential there. Um, I wonder, like, how many different types of projects could be there? Like. It would maybe be interesting if you did release all of your photos and you said, hey, I'm releasing all these photos for a month. I'm doing a press release about it. And I want everyone to try to find their stories that yes. were connected to me. And then we will t I will tell all of your stories on my website. And this is when the assistant comes in. Sick. And uh, we're going to put this together and hopefully in a book That's of all of yeah. our oh favorite God. stories. Yeah. Yeah. If, if everyone just like wrote about like because you take so many photographs, but like I'm sure a lot of these people like can remember that moment, that party like very like vividly. And like if people just wrote about like what what was going on like during that hour they were at that party, you know, and like, it's like a photo is worth a thousand words and they can. Mm -hmm. you know tell those words and you know it's sort of like the current instagram challenge that's going around saying like post your 
old photo or something. I yeah, don't like know. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, or like this teenage dirtbag trend where it was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the throwback photos. So, yeah, yeah I, I'd love to share them. I was in the process of, of doing a huge website redesign. Yeah. And it, uh, the people I was working with kind of got too busy. Yeah. So um, I'm also looking for like web developer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, totally. I can help with that. Um, there's actually, yeah, I think, I do think there needs to be a lot of attention brought back to the past that you've done and somehow really elevate that. Like Cobra Snake Month or something like that. Yeah. You know, where this whole month people are posting all of their photos, you're resharing all of them, and then the best make it on the website. And uh, maybe there's a place where people can like upload their story. You know, we could yeah, design it. Yeah, yeah. You know? But it just sounds like there's there really is like so many stories. Like when you took my photo I was very young. I was just starting to understand what indie music was. And I didn't connect it to like a national or a bigger scene. It had been very local. And like being, you know, from that local place where I had this like very small college town with a record store and like with, you know, I knew 50 bands that <clears throat> and then going to this big thing and seeing you there and then being on the website, all of a sudden I was a part of uh, a national indie you know underground history and so many people are now and that i mean for me that's like a major moment in my life you know and i feel like for anna like she's gonna have these moments for her grandkids and they're gonna be like you wear crazy clothes you look insane why did you dye your hair blonde (laughs) (laughs) no i'm still gonna be white blonde then it's gonna be natural by then (laughs) well i i love this and actually like I'm getting the chills thinking about it because I think next year is supposed to be the 20th anniversary of the project. So um, it would honestly be perfect to try to orchestrate, you know, something around We're here to help you. We're going to help you do this. I want a coffee table book. Yeah. Full of it. Well, yeah, no, I mean, the the book that came out this summer, you know, the Cobra Snake Y2K archive, it's pumping and, and um, they're, you know, I'm, I'm trying to convince them to do a, a, 2.0 2.0 yeah and so yeah this could be like a great thing to sort of have all those stories and anecdotes from everybody of all types you know from because even for the first book that was what i wanted to do i wanted to like wait is there a cobra snake documentary uh that's also something i'm trying to yeah pitch right now yeah, yeah. i think that Sick. that's i think that's what i maybe that's what it is you know yeah uh, yeah should be put out by vice probably <laughs> <laughs> They, I feel like you, they kind of owe it to you, you know. You kind of are part of their culture, and for sure, I feel like so many people owe it to you. I feel like GoFundMe for a uh, Cobra Snake documentary. Go to, uh, <laughs> we're launching it today. <laughs> we're, there's going to be like a hundred people that want to volunteer to direct it. It's not a big deal. We're in New York. Let's do it. <laughs> Matthew hasn't slept, and he's like, "We're doing it. We're making a film right now." I'm like. Everybody comes on the pod and we just try to give them amazing ideas. <laughs> yeah, you guys uh, should be consultants. Yeah, basically. I mean, I am a consultant. <laughs> I just he do it on the DL. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I work for a creative agency in LA. Um, but yeah, um, but uh, that's a secret. Nobody's supposed to know. It's like where I get my Peter Thiel money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like there's so much potential there. And yeah, if you could tell the stories of these people, um, I I I think I could probably connect you with so many people, and so many people could. Um, 
but yeah you're you're a wellspring of so many people's histories and like if we put it in perspective there's like this idea um howard zinn you know he wrote a book called the people's history of the united states you know and the people in the underground art scene are the ones that are almost always lost to history you know the historians call them the dust of history right and uh you could actually give those people life you know i think that's beautiful they're also like the, the real backbone of the culture yeah, they are. We have to turn the dust into diamonds. Yeah, totally. Yeah, hell yeah. That's the name of the book right We're there. Polishing a turd. Totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> we also have to invite them to our party so we could take photos of them outside so we could show that a lot of people came to the party so we could kick them out and not let them in. <laughs> That's the real dust of history is kicking them out. Well, Nobody is getting inside. You know, that... that um, that's a tale as old as time. No, it is. Yeah. Right. That was Studio me last night. Pause. And like everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's um, the line culture. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, and, and 90% of the time, it's like you go inside and the party's half full. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's the, always the the most annoying thing in the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean my friend like we were waiting outside of paul's and i was like with these two really hot girls and this other guy um who looked terrible um <laughs> had a like one of those really horrible mustaches <laughs> he's probably listening this far by the way <laughs> and uh i love you by the way and uh um we they wouldn't let us in because one of the girls we were with like was kind of tipsy um and i was like she i was, was blackout drunk no. no, no, no. And they're like, uh, this is racist because she's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> the italophobia. Yeah, totally. So we went to another bar and it was way better. And that's usually how it is. It's like, just go where your friends are. Our friends David and Ellie and Sam were all there. It was amazing. You just, I mean, that's what parties are really about. It's just like, go be with people that actually care and don't want to put you through a line process that just, you know, want to have a conversation with you and check in with you if you are too drunk too, you know? Check in on your friends. Yeah. Did you find that like back in whatever the mid 2000s, um, like it feels so nostalgic to like look back at these photographs then. Did they like feel like that then? Because... Okay. okay. Cool. Cool. Um, because again, I was reading Bart on the on the train here, and the the uh, he talks about sort of this like um, paradox in the photograph um, being taken and like representing the now, but also immediately becoming like it being a dead moment in like part oh, of the past. Yeah. That's sort of like the nature of the photograph is like capturing a moment, but also like immediately having it be a thing of the past i.e like a, de- a dead moment like do you think that like in party photography like is there always in this like in uh, intrinsic nostalgic feeling to it because of that or do you think that it's like something that ha- like came later like looking back on it um i mean i i think just from a superficial thing you know a lot of these people don't want to be seen in the same outfit so it's, yeah, the outfit's dead, right? The outfit is dead. Um, but no, I mean, I think that uh, it's more like a fine wine, and the archive yeah, is aging, yeah. Yeah. and it's getting That's more and more delicious it. and robust. Yeah. And however you talk about wine, yeah. it's very full of flavor. Yeah. Um, and that sort of what's so cool is like what was I already felt the energy back then. Yeah. Like I was around for a lot of really special moments. Yeah. And I feel like. 
I already could almost predict that those people were going to go on doing great things. Oh, wow. Um, oh, yeah. And, you like you like basically have seen the start of so many people, right? Yeah. And to that point, I mean, I think that even the stories that they could tell when you're talking to like yeah. Telfar, or, for example. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. He was doing the door at like a lot of the parties back in the day. Wow. And so, you know, to see his trajectory has been insane. Yeah. You know, um, and... But the point is, is that I think that the photos are already nostalgic because you're looking back on last night. It's, right. it's just it grows more. But like even it's fun to look at what you did last night, you know? Yeah. Like rewatching your Instagram story being like, that was fun. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. We're too. all sort of ar- archi- archivists. Yeah. Arch- arch- archivists. Yeah. Archivists. Yeah. We're all archi- archivists reading Barth. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the train here to talk about. I'm not like all these. Punto. I'm not like all these other Times Square bitches. Podcast <laughs> <laughs> about. Yeah, no, it's funny. Like seeing, like uh, I remember, like seeing the photos that you had taken in like 2006 or whatever, and like seeing them like two years later and being like, "Damn, that outfit is like so wretched." Like seeing not all of the outfits, but being like these the fashion changes so fast. But we're now living in a time where we've actually been exposed to like so many different like time and fashion changes so fast so when you see all these old outfits it's like it's not as bad anymore but it used to be really cringe but now we like love the cringe and we're like oh no that's actually kind of sick like how hyper cringe yeah we love the hyper cringe or the omni cringe as barrett avner calls it um and like how like seeing all these like fashion like in such a it's really only like 16 years or 18 years like it's really cool it's like basically it hasn't changed too much it's like slightly shifting, but overall, we've always been cringe. Yeah, you know? so bad it's good. <laughs> so bad it's good. Yeah, like the night the nightlife part is like all of these extremes. Like I wonder how Telfar was dre- dressing. They were probably dressing so sick. Like when you're taking those photos, yeah. we need to bring back shutter shades. We need to bring back like I think when you were probably like in that uh, your your last like prime in like the, the those years. That was like the age where I was going to like bar mitzvahs. Yeah. And I feel like aesthetically, like like when I think of your photographs, <laughs> Wait, I'm like, you went I to bar at, mitzvahs? Yeah, of course. Oh, cool. I grew up in like the co- coastal Massachusetts. It was, oh, okay. you know. I've photographed tons of bar mitzvahs. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that, I'm like, because when I look at those pictures of like Katy Perry and, and whatever, like yeah. with like the chunky earrings and like the like uh, strapless, like neon dress and stuff i'm like oh my god that was the age i was at bar mitzvahs and we were dressing the exact same way and like trying to replicate this like party culture as oh, like yeah. 12 13 year olds like- yeah <laughs> you're at the bar mitzvah club <laughs> it's all like mark said it's just about your five friends <laughs> like the, the yeah the bass bump in it's it's like Oh, Kanye know? before Kanye was anti-Semitic playing at the bar mitzvahs. <laughs> there was yeah, yeah, there was like a tweet that was like, "How could he be saying all this stuff when like shutter shades were like a bar mitzvah staple?" Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're turning your back on the people. Um, but you know, <laughs> talking about friendship and not to yeah. be corny. No, um, we gotta be corny. I think that it's kind of amazing that the people that and the bonds you can make through the nightlife. Yeah, and that. You could move to New York from the Midwest yeah. and you could frolic around Dime Square yeah. and, you know, make Fake long, it till you make it long like lasting friends, and, though. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. People that you That's actually true. like want to ha- hang out with, have yeah. dinner with. Yeah, you totally. Know, have Friendsgiving. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like kind of special is that like the people that I've met through party culture 
you know, in my in my real life. Yeah. Yeah. Have you met like some of your closest friends like out 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 and about like that? Yeah. I mean, also like because, you know, I didn't have a traditional college experience. So like okay. I don't have like friends from college. Yeah. Which probably people don't really like their friends from college anymore. But yeah. Yeah. Well, some people say it's like the most influential years of your life for some people. It's high school. But I think, yeah, those years like between like like 20 to 25 can be the most influential. But I feel like when you live in New York, it's like always continuous. You know, it's like that continuous impression is always being made and shaped, you know? Yeah. And I just think the the idea of this, it's like serendipitous of bumping into people on the street. Yeah. I've had like, you know, a free afternoon and I'll bump into somebody and I follow them. And then it's like, it's really magnetic. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, your star sign? I'm a cancer. Oh, I, I think you did. I think maybe I. That makes you that sense. Last time. Yeah. yeah, that makes I'm sense. I'm a Pisces, so we're both water signs. Yeah. You have, you have like the like kindest energy. You do. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, seriously, like I'm like I instantly like feel like I can trust you and you're like super down to earth. You remind like, me of Blake the Man 1000. <laughs> I love Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh Blake God. is awesome. If Blake you want to so kiss me, you have to listen to the Pixies. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's a really great line. Um, yeah. But no, I uh, again, like that's that's the kind of energy that i want to see in the world okay and so i'm trying to project it onto everybody mm. yeah I project totally it and that. capture it yes yeah yeah that's so interesting so every single photo was an act of kindness from mark to the world and culture it's my present <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret you will not hear anywhere else but on the neoliberal hell pod <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening thank you guys Woo. Yeah.